When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson. On your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back. I am Dale Lolly, and uh, he is the Matt Williamson. This is the start of hour number two of the drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. And um, typically, Matt, this is where we do the fantasy football focus or we do a mock draft. Uh, but I thought it was interesting. Uh, Daniel Jeremiah, uh, your uh, good friend, uh, has come out with his 2024 NFL draft prospect rankings, his first version of that. Yeah, it's all right. I haven't gone through it, but yeah, that's great. uh, As I'm down here at the Senior Bowl, I I thought this would be a good time to do this. Not necessarily a mock draft, but this is to kind of give uh, some fans a little idea of who they could be watching in this uh, Senior Bowl and some other guys as well. And his number one prospect is is, uh, Caleb Williams, the uh, quarterback out of USC. Uh, Most people have him going number one overall at this point. Um, Yeah. He's number two. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I'm going to read the write-ups tonight because this is always, you know, Mel's first mock draft, Daniel, DJ's top, you know, first top 150, Senior Bowl week, all this stuff that screams draft season is upon us. And um, just to reiterate, I like to tell people this every year, and I like the way that, that DJ says this, but Daniel Jeremiah says he he mocks with his ears, but his top 50 is with his eyes. You know, this is his right. thoughts, not how he thinks it's going to shake out. Yeah. Number two, he has Marvin Harrison Jr. Uh, Number three, he has Rome Adunzier. Now, that's the first one that's a little surprising. I mean, like, we all know he's going to be a top six, seven, eight pick, but the third best player in the entire draft, that's pretty lofty. He's a stud. (laughs) Yeah, he's he's really good. He's really good. And you'll like this. He said, overall, Adunzier is a complete player. And reminds me of Larry Fitzgerald coming out of college. That's funny. I've said that a couple of times. The go up and get it. The whole world knows you're getting it. It doesn't matter. Some after the catch stuff. Yeah, he does have some similarities. Uh, Number four, he has Drake May, the redshirt sophomore out of North Carolina. Number five for him is Jaden Daniels. So not a lot of separation there between those guys. No. Number six is a little bit of a surprise for him, though. Yeah, this is when it starts to get interesting. Terry and Arnold, the Alabama cornerback, redshirt sophomore. Um, five interceptions, 17 pass defenses in 2023. Um, you know, a lot of people, a lot of teams maybe tried to shy away a little bit from going at Kool-Aid McKinstry, mm-hmm. and they went at this guy instead, and that didn't work out so well. Didn't go great, right? Um, tough yeah. guy. He plays inside. He plays out. Um, we've been talking about him a fair amount. I mean, we we all know the Steelers will do something at corner. I, I just think less and less chance that this guy is going to be around a 20. Yeah, I don't think so either. Uh, number seven for him, Malik Neighbors. 
the wide receiver okay. out of LSU. Number eight is Brock Bowers, a tight end out of Georgia. Number nine is his first offensive tackle. That's Joe Alt out of Notre Dame. I don't have a lot to react to it, but yeah, I mean, these are the names you expect. Ten, he has Dallas Turner, the edge rusher out of Alabama. Okay. Two two Bama edge guys, or two Bama defenders already. Yeah. At 11, his second tackle is Talisi Fuaga, the Oregon State offensive tackle. Okay. So... You were at practice today. I yeah. watched practice today. I have not watched the second <laughs> practice yet. But I didn't realize to the degree, but the DJ was commentating on Fuaga and that practice. I don't know if it's American or national, and I don't care. He's on a national roster, yeah. But he is a big, bad, right tackle, physical. He would be a real nice fit here. But this is definitely the highest I've seen him ranked. I mean, this t- tackle, too. Yeah, right. Uh, he then has uh, Fashanu out of Penn State as his third okay. tackle at number 12. Um, so he doesn't slip too far. Then he has... At Real quick, I want to give you a little credit here, though, because I just, I'm just scanning this with you, but I haven't read it, but it says in bold letters, there are times when his eyes get him in trouble and he can get uprooted by power rushers, and he says, see Ohio State, because I remember you... Oh. It was awful. Texted me after that game. Like, you must have paid more attention to it than I did at the time. But it was like, man, he had a rough one. And I guess he had a rough one. You were dead on. He had a rough one against a a guy who is, you know, probably a second or third round draft pick. But still, he had a rough day. Against power. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 13, he has J.C. Latham, the offensive tackle out of Alabama. Yeah, I think he'll be linked to the Steelers a fair amount. At 14. Florida State edge rusher Jared Versey. Okay. Is it Versey or Verse? I don't know. I've been calling him Verse, but I don't know. Okay. We could do that. Uh, At 15 is Brian Thomas Jr. I know I pronounced that one right. Yeah, that one's easy. (laughs) Uh, 16 is Troy Fatanu, uh, the Washington offensive tackle. Yeah. uh, We've talked about him a lot. If he's going to be tackle guard, Skoronsky, you know. Yeah, he was supposed to be here at the Senior Bowl, and he, uh, I believe, backed out. I don't think he was here today. I don't think he's going to give it a go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was interested to see him. guy I did see, though, is number 17, and that would be Tyler Guyton, the offensive tackle okay. out of Oklahoma. I was staying – there was a few of us there interviewing him today, and I'm looking at this dude, and finally <laughs> I just, he was talking – somebody asked him if, you know, do you see yourself more of a right tackle or a left tackle? And he said, oh, I feel like I'm a left tackle. And I looked at him. I said, you look like a power forward. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, this dude doesn't have an alpha ad on him. No. He's like 6'6". Six, six, uh, Long pounds, you know, th- Yeah, 305 pounds or whatever. He looks like a power forward. And yeah. he moves and, like one. <laughs> and he moves like one. I mean, he's considered probably the best athlete amongst all offensive linemen and – so we've referenced Fran Duffy before. He basically does what we do for the Eagles, and he has a really good draft show. And I was listening to his his uh, Senior Bowl preview, and I never would have put this comparison there, but he's like he's a lot like Lane Johnson coming out of Oklahoma. You know, he's a tackle or a tight end turned tackle. Lane Johnson ran like a four seven, and has never been a heavy type guy. And Guyton was stuck between two NFL offensive tackles at Oklahoma last year. O-line coaches are going to adore him. Oh, he, he, I mean, he, 
he looks like a defensive end. Like I bet. He, I'd love to see him in person. Yeah. I mean, he, he, he looks like Julius Peppers. Really? The long arms and the lean, like, I can't believe he's 300 and some pounds, but my goodness, he's like, he's yeah. just a big dude. And he really fluid. And uh, yeah. I heard Jim, Jim Nagy say he floats out there, you know, like he's the least clunky 300 pounder you've ever seen. He's just, I think I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've also heard Tyron uh, Smith comparisons, you know, lean waist. I, I and, see, you know. Yeah. I can see that too. Yeah. Um, 18 is our Marius Mims. DJ loves this offensive tackle class. Yeah. That's like, what it. is that, five in a row, six in a row? Like, <laughs> yeah. My Pretty goodness. good group. And you got to yeah. think one of them will probably get to 20. Probably. I like uh, this 19, guy too, though. 19 is Quinion Mitchell, the cornerback out of Toledo. And he had a hellacious practice today, just kicking everybody's butts. Everybody's butts. Now, his big concern is hey, can he play press man? And I didn't see every uh, ref. I'm watching TV. Yeah, he can sure. play press man. <laughs> I mean, he's got the long arms, power. Everyone knew he had the traits to do it. They just didn't ask him. So it was an incomplete grade. He's breaking up passes. He's running with fast receivers. He looked great today. Oh, man. He, nobody, he couldn't complete passes against him. No, no. Just couldn't I do mean, it. Toledo, folks, in case you aren't, if you haven't heard us talk about him, but he seems very Steeler-esque. He might end up being a top 20 pick. Like he might, he might, he might be at the twentieth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, at twenty, this is the first time I've seen this guy in the first round, and that's uh, Edger and Cooper, the, the uh, linebacker out of Texas A and M. Yeah, it, it, the, the 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 linebacker everyone talks about is the NC State kid that's at uh, the Senior Bowl, but he's had all right. kinds of medicals. I've seen Cooper's name, but I've not seen any linebacker close to being this high on any kind of list. Yeah, um, it's kind of surprising, but there he is. Um, yeah, yeah. At 21 is Leatu Leitu, uh, the edge rusher out of UCLA, and he's at the Senior Bowl this week. He's thick. Yeah, he's, he's thick. He's a power player. I think a great way to describe him is when you look at edge guys at the college level, the highly productive ones, more often than not, have just great traits, incredibly long arms. They're 6'5", they have speed, they have power, whatever. But they're usually work in progress as, as technicians. Leitao is like watching a professional. I mean, he strings pass rush yeah. moves together. I mean, he may not be as talented as some of the top guys that have been drafted before, but he comes in the league and he should you know, be very effective right away. And I didn't see every snap of him this morning, but I will say that some of these tackles that we've mentioned that he's gone against did quite well against them. And not that he's bad, but these tackles held their own. They're good, they're, yeah. They're yeah, good. they're really good. Uh, at 22, Byron Murphy, the, tech, the uh, defensive ta tackle out of uh, Texas. Yeah, we're getting robbed that he's not going to participate in the Senior Bowl, which yeah, basically just means he knows he's getting drafted pretty high. Yeah, he's kind of risen up over the course of the season and – Mm -hmm. has become that guy. 23 is quarterback Bo Nix out of uh, Oregon. He's here at the Super okay. Bowl. Yeah, and can't say I could I changed my opinion or saw enough of him on TV to say one way or another, but him and Penix are two of the headliners out there. It's interesting that he and Penix are on the same – they're both on the, the uh, national roster. So the, mm -hmm. the national quarterbacks – I, I mentioned to somebody today, I'm like, the national team has more of the star power 
in this yeah. draft because they got Hartman, they got uh, Sam Hartman, they got Michael Penix, they got Bo Nix, uh, some of the other guys. You know, like like they got Marshawn Lloyd, the running back out of uh, USC. Um, yeah. You know, some of the guys that people have heard of. The American roster might have the better trench players overall. Okay. Uh, not that the national team is the national team offensive line is pretty good too. Yeah, and there's some tackles. Yeah, I mean, there's just there's talent all over. I'm, I'm like looking at both these rosters going, boy, there's some good players on both of these teams. But yeah, it might might be as good a senior bowl as we've seen. Yeah. Uh, 24 for DJ is Enos Rickstraw Jr., the uh, cornerback out of Missouri. He was supposed to be here at the com- at the uh, senior bowl and he backed out at the last minute. He actually has a real excuse, though. He's actually getting a surgery on his core. So some of these guys just back out for because they've been told to. He's having some kind of surgery being done this week. Yeah, it makes me wonder if he's going to work out at the combine as well. Yeah, yeah. And a crowded corner, That's, corner yeah. group, that might not help him. Uh, at 25 is Chop Robinson, the edge rusher out of Penn State. His teammate, the other edge from Penn State, was showing up this morning, too. Yeah, yeah. 26 is Devontae Walker. Uh, I believe he had the fastest speed of anybody here at the, at the uh, senior bowl. It was like uh, they, they hmm. put the, they flash that stuff up on the uh, scoreboard, like who had the fastest miles per hour ran. And I oh, think okay. he was at like, he was at like 22 miles per hour. Uh, <laughs> it was flying. That's, that doesn't shock me in, you know, again, listening to DJ this morning, he mentioned AJ green, I think three times when describing Walker, like, he's not saying he's as good. But a long, fluid, natural hand catcher. He really, really likes this guy. Who can fly. Yeah. And he can fly, yeah. Uh, 27, J.J. McCarthy, the uh, quarterback out of Michigan. Okay. 28, Jerzon Newton, the defensive tackle out of Illinois. That's the second D-tackle, huh? The Texas kid was ahead. Yeah. 29, DJ has Cooper DeGene. Nice. At 29, so DJ I, would uh, DJ thinks that Cooper DeGene will be available for the Steelers at 20. Not exactly what he's rankings. saying. Yeah. Not exactly what he's that, saying, but th- yeah, there's a possibility. Right. There's a possibility. And we've talked about it. It's a crowded corner room. I mean, there's no question about that. A corner class. Maybe he's around. I, I really like him. I mean, there's no reason. It, he hasn't done anything lately. So sometimes he's not on the tip of anyone's tongue, you know, at the beginning of February or whatever, but he will be come April. Yeah, here's what he said. He said, overall, I believe the gene could stick at cornerback, but I wouldn't rule out a move to stay safety where his strengths as a player would be featured. He reminds me of a bigger Eric Weddle coming out of college. Oh, okay. I mean, people might, might not remember Weddle as a young guy. I mean, he seemed like he was an old dude for 10 years, but he returned kicks. You know, Weddle was a very dynamic player coming out of Utah. Yeah. No, I, I Got He'll no problem that. with that comparison either. You'd take that. No. Yeah, yeah. At, at 30, he has Nate Wiggins, the cornerback out of Clemson. Okay. Another tall, long, outside guy. At 31, he has Jordan Morgan, the offensive tackle out of Arizona. Uh, he's also he's here. Bill. Yeah. yeah. Um, I watched him a little. He didn't stand out good or bad to me, the, the reps I watched. This guy did today. He's on the uh, He's on the national team, or the American team, I should say. Uh, number 30 to, uh, 32 for DJ is Missouri defensive tackle Darius Robinson. Okay. This dude's a monster. Uh, I just know to read about huge. him. I haven't watched him. Okay. 
he is huge. Um, I couldn't believe how big he and he, he screams like three, four defensive end. I'm looking it up now because if you go to the Senior Bowl's official site, you can download all the official heights and weights. He yeah. is six five, even two eighty six, with real long arms, almost thirty five. Looks like inch a arms. giant condor, yeah, yeah, and ten and a half inch hands. I mean, he looks like. A 3-4 defensive end. I mean, the Aaron Smith <laughs> role. I mean, absolutely. Yeah. That's exactly what you're looking for. That's interesting. That's a good guy to know. Uh, at 33, he has Graham Barton, the uh, offensive lineman from Duke. He was supposed to be here. Yeah. And then, for whatever reason, I think he's here, but he's not doing he anything is. on the field. He's there, and he's interviewing, and he's all that stuff. And um, Jim Nagy said he was very – receptive to moving into center during the week, but he's fighting something, so he's not going to participate. Yeah, it's unfortunate because I would like, would like to have seen that happen. Uh, yeah. 34, he has a Donnie Mitchell, the wide receiver out of Texas. Okay, there's another guy who could fly. At 35. Oh, here we go. DJ has Jackson Powers Johnson, the center out of Oregon. And that's my new crush. I don't blame you. He was that very guy, impressive. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. He played a few snaps at guard. He's capable of doing that. For the Steelers, he'd be their starting center the second they drafted him. For I, the next no 12 doubt. years. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> really wide, strong base, tough finishes, really agile. Not huge, but not small at all. I mean, Gets to the second no, level with ease. Um, yeah. I mean, there's yeah. just – and. The thing that I noticed about him, Matt, even even when he after his pass pro sets, Whoa. when the ball came out, and mm-hmm. he's running downfield to go hit somebody else, a lot. Yeah, you're hundred percent. A lot, right. like really every play, like too. Yeah, you throw. They would throw a, a ten yard out, and then you'd see Jackson Powers uh, Johnson running down to see if he could set a, uh, throw another block at somebody. Like, yeah, yeah I mean, even watching like one on ones to start the broadcast. I'm like, this guy's like running to the line of scrimmage and running. Oh, yeah. I mean, he was just all energy. And then he would do his rep and he would run back to the huddle. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What is yeah. he, the like, Energizer tre- Bunny? <laughs> trendsetter. I mean, but that's great. So I just looked up his height and weight and I'm blown away. I mean, he's 6'3 in, an, in a quarter, which I yeah, thought he's he every shorter. bit of that. I talked, I talked to him after, after that practice. He is every bit that tall. He's 334 pounds, and he doesn't yeah, look it. He carries it really and well. He moves, it, he moves really well. Um, he's really a, he's well. got the anchor. Guys were trying to bull rush him, uh, you know, and they just were getting stoned. And then yeah. when they di- when they did try to bull rush him, and he would he would break down the hands and like push yeah, them yeah. down to the ground and then gore them. <laughs> so he doesn't have uh, super long. He doesn't have super long arms, but he's got a pretty wide wingspan. Because he carries a lot of that weight in his width. You know, he's got a, yeah, a wide yeah. base. He's got wide shoulders. I mean, he's hard to get around. And it kind of reminded me, in terms of his shoulder width, yeah. it kind of reminded me of Carlton Hasselrig. In, okay. in terms of okay. Hasselrig was, and I went to college with, with Hasselrig at Pitt Johnstown. Uh, he was the widest human being I think I've ever been around. Mm-hmm. He had like shoulder he, to shoulder. Shoulder to shoulder, he, he looked like he should have been seven foot tall. Yeah, like SpongeBob. Yeah, like I, but, I'm not. But with a lower not, body, it's the same. Yeah, yeah. I'm not skinny at the show. I've got reasonably wide shoulders, and, yeah. and Hassel rigs were twice as wide as mine. 
I mean, two of you could hide behind Hassleri. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, he's I, like I, that. That's a great trait for an interior lineman. Absolutely. And 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 quick and smart. And yeah. just I I talked to him after practice. He's and he said, Look, I I'm like, what are you here to prove? And and he's like, I'm, I'm here to prove that I'm the number one center in this draft. Like, he didn't play well, a ton of snaps. That, I mean, that's you're a, well on your way to that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're, you might be well on way to 20th overall pick. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's, he's uh, worth I, it. Yeah. I was very impressed with him. Very impressed. Uh, at 36, DJ had Kool-Aid McKinstry. That's about yeah, as low I as mean, I've seen him. Yeah, I think his name value, the cool nickname, Bama, is slightly better than the prospect. Not that he's a bad yeah. prospect, but he's, you know. Just isn't special. But he's been around for he's been around for three years, and he's started at Bama, and his name's Kool Aid, so everybody right, knows right, who he is. which yeah. is super cool. Yeah, right. Thirty-seven is Zach Frazier, the interior, the, the center from uh, West Virginia, and he is here today. Uh, I talked to him today as well, but he's not working out. You want to talk yeah, about somebody who's like built like SpongeBob? That dude's <laughs> built like SpongeBob. I bet four-time state wrestling champ. Tough as could be, you know, Wesley Euler's favorite player, basically, because, I mean, he's super easy to root for. He kicked the crap out of Pitt. I mean, he's – he would do the trick, too. I mean, I, I think I like JPJ better, but um, Frazier it looks like a long-time starting center. Yeah, it's a sh- like he did a couple of individual reps just to snap the football, you know, without Maybe. doing any of the, the blocking or anything like that, just kind of when they were showing people, hey, look, I, here's my snap and, and that kind of stuff. And, mm-hmm. and uh, like, is that a little tough for you to be out, you know, out here around this? Because he was there at practice and not be able to do anything. He's like, oh, I wanted to get out there so bad. I wanted to hit somebody mm-hmm. and you know show everybody I could do it. Um, he said he's still a couple of weeks away from being fully cleared. He had a, a fractured fibula for people who didn't know at the end of the West Virginia season. Said he expects and to walked off the, the field and walked off the field with a broken leg. <laughs> Right, because he, he talked about it. He said we were in a hurry up, and I didn't want you know I didn't want to start, slow us down in the hurry up offense. So I had to kind of get get off the field as quickly as I could. Because <laughs> I knew something was wrong with my leg, but I just had to get off the field. Like team dude, guy, tough had, guy, right? You had a fractured leg. Like <laughs> <laughs> someone will help you. <laughs> They'll stop the clock if you go down. You know that's right. that's not a problem. <laughs> But uh, he would fit in well around here. Yeah. And he's um, not, from, not from far away either. He's like right on the other side of WVU or West Virginia from what I gather. Yeah. 38, uh, Keon Coleman, the Florida State wide receiver. Okay. Yeah. 39, Troy Franklin, the Oregon wide receiver. They couldn't be any more different. One's like 50 yeah, pounds right. every <laughs> the other. You know. 40 is Michael Penix Jr., uh, the quarterback out of Washington. Okay. He's out there slinging it. Great arm. Yeah. 41 is Jatavian Sanders, the tight end out of Texas. And he looks like a big wide receiver. Um, oh, I'm sure, yeah. Kinda, he kind of looks like Pitts a little bit. Maybe not as talented, but he's he's definitely a guy to keep an eye on. Uh, 42. Remember Jermichael Jam- Finley from the, the, yeah. Yeah, yeah. the Packers? That's who it reminds me of every time I see him. Uh, 42 is Kamari Lassiter, the cornerback out of uh, Georgia. Okay. For- 43, Xavier Worthy. The cornerback or the wide receiver out of Texas. We talked about him a little earlier. He can fly too. Yeah. Yeah, he can fly. 44 is Lab McConkey. Uh, he's playing on the uh, American team there. He had, he had a good practice today. 
uh, mm-hmm. wide receiver out of Georgia. 45, Junior Colson, the linebacker out of Michigan. Yeah, he's kind, of, he's kind of reminds me of like a Patriot downhill, a Landon Roberts type, you know. Yeah. Probably yeah. runs better than Roberts, but yeah. Uh, 46, Chris Braswell, the uh, edge rusher out of Alabama. 47 is Peyton Wilson, who you mentioned earlier. He's here at the mm, senior yeah. bowl. Um, he, he gets down. It's all about medicals with him. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, 48 is Andre Sweat, uh, the defensive tackle out of Texas, and he's massive. Um, he must stand out, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. You can definitely pick him out of the crowd. Uh, 49, Marshawn Neeland, the edge rusher out of Western Michigan. Real quick, and- I had to look. How funny is this? There's this the, I mentioned the height weight graph, the, the spreadsheet that they put out, and every box is full except for white. The the weight for Devondre Sweat that one's blank. <laughs> Guess he wouldn't step on a scale there. He's six he four. Might have broken it. it. Yeah, yeah. That that one's blank. Yeah, uh, Marshawn Nealon at forty nine, and Malachi Corley, the Western Michigan or mm-hmm. Western Kentucky wide receiver, uh, who just. His average depth of target last year was 6.1 yards. Yeah. Give him all quick depth of run, target. Run people over. Yeah. Yeah. And he averaged about 15 yards a catch. <laughs> yeah. He, he looked good what I saw in practice, too. He moves around well. He's physical. Yeah. Yeah. I was I was watching more of the uh, trench stuff today. I'll, I'll focus more on wide receivers and cornerbacks tomorrow. But, uh, yeah, I'm really interested to watch more of him as well. So He's built um, well. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, interesting. Interesting. Uh, no uh, list of guys there from uh, Daniel Jeremiah uh, as we get into this, but uh, we're going to take another break. We're overdue here. Uh, he is the Matt Williamson. I'm Dale Lally. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more about what we saw today at practice after this, when we return on the drive. This is the drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24 seven home of the black and gold SNR Steelers nation radio. Hey, Steeler fans, you can gear up with the latest sideline apparel, hats, or jerseys of your favorite players, authentic memorabilia, custom items, and exclusives you can only find directly from the team at one of the official Steelers Pro Shops. They're located at Acrisure Stadium, Grove City Premium Outlets, or Tanger Outlets, or you can visit online at shop.steelers.com. He is the Matt Williamson. I'm Dale Lally, and you're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. And Matt, we just uh, I thought I'd go through some of the the stuff uh, from what I saw today, some standouts from practices today. Uh, the national team practiced first today, so I thought I'd roll down with, with what I saw from some of those uh, guys today. And yeah. The standouts. We mentioned uh, um, yeah, Jackson. <laughs> I, Jackson Powers Johnson, to me, uh, was the standout of the day. Uh, okay. and maybe that's because I was focusing largely on the offensive line, but, man, that dude is I, I, again, I'm smitten and I, I'm just that shocked that he he measured in a six, three and, and change and 334 pounds. Um, wingspan, his wingspan though, 79 inches. To, yeah. To so his point. arms he, aren't he, super long, but his wingspan is pretty wide, pretty wide. Yeah. The, the, the arms are only 30, uh, 32 inches and in change. Uh, but the wingspan is 70, uh, 79. That kind of gives you an idea of how wide he is, uh, yeah. at the shoulders. So the little you know, the clips I've watched of him, or you know, Oregon late in the season, I would have never thought he was three hundred thirty-four pounds. Just the way he moves, his quickness—you know—you mentioned his ability at the second level. 
get downfield. I mean, the fact that he does that at 334, I, I'm, I think he's a great prospect. Yeah, I mean, that's rare at center position to have a guy that heavy um, who mm-hmm. moves the way he does. You almost all of them either deal with – almost all of them need help with a power player, a nose, you know, a Casey Hampton, or or they're, they can handle that guy, but they can't get to the second level. And, you know, like the Dermonti Dawson yeah, right. can do both, but rarely right. does someone excel at both. And no, folks, we're not saying that, that he is he's Dermonti Dawson. No, no. <laughs> but I think Matt and I both believe is the is the best center of all time, and there are stats mm-hmm. to back that up. Um, but he has some of those traits that uh, you just can't he can't coach these things up. Right. Like if you're the Dolphins, I mean, let alone I'm not even talking about the Steelers. Like the Dolphins in the twenties should like run to the podium for him if he's even still there. You know. Yeah. No, I, I uh, after watching today, um, I would have no issue whatsoever if Steelers took him at twenty. I wouldn't either, and I've kind of already succumbed to this that there's no chance he'll be there in the second round. You know, like yeah, some of these mocks you see, yeah, there's no way, no way. I just I just don't see it happening. No. Um, I also thought uh, we talked as well, and and this guy was in the morning session as well. Quinny Mitchell, uh, he is. Yeah. He came in at uh, six foot and change, 195 pounds. Uh, I you know, thought he nice. was going to be a little bit heavier than that, um, but he, he did everything that you want to see a cornerback do. I mean, he was just all over the place. Like he, receivers could not get open against this guy. No, and breaking up passes left and right. I mean, I, I saw very few completions, if any, against them. And completions happen here easily. There's one-on-one with a ton of grass to cover right. him. And he was, his closing burst really stood out. His overall catch rate allowed in college. Did you see this? It's crazy. 7%. On 12, uh, it was almost 1,264 career uh, defensive snap, coverage snaps. And he allowed a 44.7% completion percentage. Okay, I saw one a little different. I just wanted to pull up. It's very, almost says the exact same thing, but uh, this was a pro football focus thing. No cornerback forced more incompletions than Mitchell over the past two seasons. His 24.2 forced incompletion rate is in the 99th percentile of all the corners in this draft class. Like yeah. balls that should have been completed – but he made sure they weren't. Yeah. Oh, he's yeah. There's some there's some talent there. It's definitely uh, some special ability. Yeah. Um, I I watched uh, Sione Vaki a little bit today. Uh, the defensive mm, back out of huh? uh, out of Utah. He's sudden. Like yeah, he comes downhill and it's like wow, like that good. You could you could see why you I was see him coming. Offense. Yeah, you could I see mean, that guy coming. Like wow. Yeah, um, I, I, he's big too. I mean, uh, again, uh, for people, we mentioned him yesterday. I just assumed everybody listened. They might not have. People think he could be a great slot receiver. He's got a really good history of just carrying the ball as a traditional running back. I mean, he's kind of a strong safety-ish type, and he's focusing on that. But he'd fit in really well. He is sudden and big, two hundred eleven pounds. Yeah, I, I liked what I saw out of uh, Kingsley Suamataya. Uh, the BYU tackle today. He is really athletic as well. 
Um, mm-hmm. Just kind of envelops people. It, try, it, it does not give up the edge. Now, he did get beat by uh, Leitu, beat him on a swim move to the inside. Yeah, um, yeah. But you got help to the oh, inside. He, <laughs> oh, he, he's going to get beat throughout the week. I mean, I mean, he's still a work in progress. He's a, a giant piece of unbelievably athletic clay. I mean, but he moves really well. Yeah, yeah. Just uh, he, he's he's an easy mover, as they like to say. Mm-hmm. Um, the big, heavy hands, and he's 329 pounds. Yeah, I mean, just a, a monster. A um, couple of the receivers, uh, Roman Wilson uh, out of Michigan. Um, yeah, he can fly. He looks like he might be. Yeah, he, he can fly. Looks like he might be a slot, though. He's 5'10", he 186 pounds, but uh, he's, he's tough to cover, and he can get he downfield. He made a big play, you know, on a deep ball. But, yeah, I think he's a slot, kind of a prototypical slot, 5'10 and a half, 186. Some short area quickness, but with long speed, you know. So, I bet yeah, he's right. a day two guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, looking at uh, some of the other guys, uh, well, uh, the one uh, defensive tackle out of uh, – I'm trying to remember. I can find my notes here. Um, I think I know which one Gabe, you're talking about. Hall? Gabe Hall out of uh, yeah, Gabe Hall out of Baylor was a handful, and he he looks like a Steelers defensive end type six. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to find his exact measurements here, but they list him he's, at six five. He's and, five. He's six five and in three quarters, so he's almost six yeah. six two ninety long arms. I mean, he looks like the Aaron Smith type, and he was really yeah, explosive I mean, off the ball. Yeah, really good. I, I was watching the guy at the Wisconsin Center that we talked about yesterday, um, mm-hmm. and he just kicked his butt twice. Like, just kicked his butt. Like, he's really yeah. the first step quick. Really first step quick. And he he used a swim move on his first two one-on-ones that they, like, barely touched him. Like, I don't know if people are familiar with Charles Davis, but he was in the booth with DJ. And Charles Davis is like the nicest human being in the world. Like when things go bad, he rarely like says anything bad. And I don't know who the right guard was, but he said something along the lines of, I'm not sure if the right guard knew the ball was snapped. Like he got beat now. (laughs) (laughs) It was comical. Oh, he was, yeah, he was impressive. He's got an 84 inch wingspan. Yeah, he looks it. He would fit in real well here, but you know, is the the traditional three, four DN type. Yeah, we were I didn't talking, know anything about him before. Yeah, I didn't either, and, and I'm like, "Who's that dude?" Like, wow, mm-hmm. that was a, that was impressive. Right off the bat, we're talking about Jackson uh, Power Johnson. His wingspan is 79 inches. Um, for a guy with thir- his his official arm length here was 31 and an eighth inch, which is short. Which is short, short, yeah. But the 79 inch wingspan, I'm just gonna hear some of these other offensive linemen. Um, who has a who has a, a big wings or a big arm length here? Uh, let's see here. How about uh, Christian Jones? He's an offensive tackle. Um, he has thirty four and seven eighth inch arms, but his wingspan's yeah, only eighty three and seven eighths. Uh, he his arms should be if you if you extrapolate out over the mm-hmm. they should be like seven or eight inches longer than Jack Sowers Johnson. Instead, they're like four. Yeah, because yeah. he's so, so wide at the shoulders, <laughs> which is is mostly good. But if someone's coming straight at you, you still have short arms. You know what I mean? Right. But right. still, but, but that's why you're a center. The, that's why you're a center, right? I mean, you're eating up both a gaps with your shoulders. Put it this way: Suataya, Suamataya, 
has 34 and 2 8 arms, and his wingspan is 82 and 4 eighths. Yeah, yeah, that, that adds up. I mean, Powers Johnson is 79. He's three inches. He's got a three three inch uh, longer wingspan, but his arms themselves are three inches longer. Yeah, I just pulled up Zach Frazier. He's his arms are like an inch and a half longer, but his wings. But he's got a shorter like wing shorter. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. And he doesn't look short armed or problematic that way, you know. Yeah, same thing with Keegan, uh, the the Michigan center. Um, he got thirty two and five eighths inch arms, but his wingspan is shorter than that of Jackson Powers Johnson. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, that adds up. He is a wide body dude. I mean, again, if you're three thirty four and you're not carrying a lot of extra weight and flab, it's with your width. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, let's take a break here before we get into the American team. Uh, he is Matt Williamson. I'm Dale Lally. You're listening to the Drive and uh, on Steeler Nation Radio. We'll be back to uh, talk a little bit about that uh, second session of practice and uh, finish up the show right after this this is the drive with dale lolly and matt williamson on your 24 7 home of the black and gold snr steelers nation radio welcome back i'm dale lolly and he is the matt williamson and this is the drive on steelers nation radio uh, I am here in uh, Mobile, Alabama for the Senior Bowl. Matt back in Pittsburgh, uh, but we're still talking a lot about the uh, Senior Bowl, and we just talked about that uh, practice for the national team. Let's move on now to the American team practice, which was this afternoon, and I spent a lot of time watching, again, the the uh, trench play. And I, mm. I thought it was interesting. Uh, Steelers uh, offensive line, assistant offensive line coach um, Isaac Williams is, is – coaching the offensive line for the net for the American team. And he broke them up a little bit differently uh, than they did with it. The, the national practice was more of the straight, what you usually see, uh, you know, some one, when they did the one-on-ones, they put the five linemen on, you know, on, on the, in the, in the box, had the defensive linemen in there or the tackles or whoever line up opposite them. And then they would go, they split things up a little bit differently for the American roster and they had the interior guys work on double teams uh, or, or showing on how they double teamed while the tackles were out in space and, and did things that way. And it was just, it gave you a little more, uh, they did some one-on-ones with the guards and things of that nature, but mm-hmm. then they did some, du- the, the double teams, you know, kind of show how these guys work with combo blocks a little bit. And I thought that was interesting. Okay. Yeah. It- so full disclosure, I have not watched that practice. As soon as our show's over here in about 15 minutes, I'm going to hunker down and watch that one. So I, I can't really comment on anything you saw or have heard much, but psyched to see what he did. So this is a great opportunity for some of those coaches. Oh, it's, I, absolutely. And the, the funny thing is, is after practice was over, I'm waiting to talk to Isaac. And I'm out on the field, and they just finished, and he's got his group of, of offensive linemen around him. And individually, I think you know, there's probably I don't know I don't know how exactly how many offensive linemen he has in this group. You know, it's probably twelve or fifteen, whatever. Um, there must have been eight or nine guys who approached him after after the practice was over, asking about hand placement and and, and really? steps and you know how 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 wide should my base be and things of that nature. Um, that uh, you know, I asked him afterwards. I'm like, that has to be a cool part of this, like. Because if you were just here scouting, you wouldn't see that part of it. 
you know, you get an opportunity to, to see right. how these guys learn and, and, you know, how, how seriously do they take this? And now can they take what you just told them into tomorrow's practice? Okay. Here's, here's what we were, we're looking for on this. He says, it, it's fantastic. It's, it's absolutely a, a huge thing for him to be able to work with some of these guys. And he's got some dudes to work with. Let me just say oh, that. He um, he's got maybe, maybe the two best offensive tackles at the, at the senior bowl are on that team. It's arguable. Obviously there's some other, there's some really good players here. Uh, but, but he's got Guyton who is mm-hmm. just uh, a monster. And he's also got the uh, Paul from, uh, from Houston who you want to talk about just having a ridiculous, ridiculous arm length. Uh, where I'm try- trying to find this here. Where's he at? Now Guyton, well, Guyton has 34 and two eighths inch arms and an 82 and three eighths inch wingspan. Yeah. Patrick Paul from Houston, 6'7", 333 uh, pounds, 36 and two-eighths inch arms. He's got an 86 and six-eighths inch wingspan, <laughs> almost 87 inches. He, uh, I mean, my goodness. Uh, those two were standing in the huddle, Paul and, <laughs> Paul and, and Guyton. Guyton. Like, uh, like one was bigger than next. It's interesting you brought that up because we were talking, I think two segments ago about Guyton, how you're like, man, he looks like a power forward. He looks lean. We were talking about like Lane Johnson, et cetera. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to go look up his heights and weights while we're at, at the break. And he's a little over six seven, three twenty eight, despite being that lean. But Paul is even more impressive with the length. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, I think he's Chris Paul's brother. Is he? I'm almost certain. Yeah, he's somehow related. Okay. Either cousin, or I think he's his younger brother. So, you know, maybe the the basketball length comes into play here a little bit. I mean, but both of those guys look like power forwards. Like, holy mackerel! Yeah, they don't. They don't. Wow. Look, they don't look like regular human beings. I know that. Yeah, um, and they can get and out. Both, in space both of them. And, yeah. Yeah, they both move really well, and that's why. That's why I thought it was interesting that. For the for the American practices, they took those tackles and put and, and split them way out, almost like they were just you're, you're just blocking on this island. And really? Go ahead and and block that dude. And, I bet for those two, it was really advantageous. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they just definitely looked apart. Um, just real really quick, athletic you know, tackles. Like, yeah, like this is the stage of the draft where coaches are just starting to get familiar with these guys, especially if you just got eliminated recently. You know. But I bet O-line coaches are looking at those two and the BYU kid just saying, oh, my God, give me him. You know, I'll just do (laughs) – just give me those traits. And if he has any interest in working hard and being great, I'll take him. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, those are the first guys off the bus kind of thing. Yes. Yeah, you look the part. You're big enough to ride the ride. Oh, yeah. Um, but they weren't the only ones that stood out. Uh, you also had the kid from UConn. Um, oh, okay. He looked good. Christian Haynes from UConn. Now, he's a little shorter. 6'2", mm-hmm. He's an interior guy, yeah. Yeah. But he's got almost 34-inch arms. So, I don't know if you noticed or not, but they said he's going to play some center this week. He did. He did, some, he did some snapping today, yeah. Okay, because um, he was a guard yeah. at UConn and a very good one. Yeah. Um, now, I don't know, you know, I'm not skilled enough to, to tell you that, well, he did, he looked really good at center or not, uh, but mm. he did it today. And um, 
I, I didn't see anything on, going on the ground or anything like that. So yeah, uh, yeah, he at least showed that he's capable or at least willing to consider a move like that. Good, good. No, that'll help his stock, but he's interesting. Yeah, just a little on the short side at six two and a half, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe you want your guard to be a little bit bigger than that. Maybe that's why they look at him at, at center. But uh, potential. He's center, tough. Yeah. He's physical. He is physical. And, oh, people uh, are really high on him. This tape is good. Yeah. yeah. Um, they also, and I didn't know much about this guy, Christian Jones out of uh, Texas. Uh, mm, one yeah. of those offensive tackles, uh, six five three eighteen. Again, uh, almost thirty five inch arms. Uh, just these guys are all like just these. This offensive line group is really good. Really good. And again, I don't know a ton about Jones either, but he sure seems like the guy that would be most years a second round pick that needs a little work that this year you might get in the third or maybe even yeah, late third, right. you know, because there's so many. Yeah. Like and and yeah. It just uh, there's a bunch of those guys like that in this draft. I mean, uh, another one, Javon Foster out of uh, Missouri. Again, 6'5", 309. Um, 35 inch arms. I mean, and, and he can play. Yeah. And he's not a fat guy and he moves well. And I just know that name. I have I couldn't pick him out of a lineup, but yeah, interesting. I mean, There's a in, lot of buzz on these watch guys. Watch him in I the practice today. He is physical. Uh, he gets after it. And these guys are finishers. Like I, I just like the, like the way that they approach practice today with some of this. It, it's it's great too that the Steelers are directly getting their hands on these last couple uh, guys we mentioned. The American you know? the American team doesn't have the name value as some of mm-hmm. the, as, as the national team does. They might be deeper though. You think? Yeah, I haven't studied the rosters. I know that the Nagy Jim Nagy was a little concerned with not the bottom of the Senior Bowl rosters, but he he doesn't think the the depth in this draft is great. You know, sixth, seventh, fifth rounds type of thing because. Yeah. This is the last year we're having some COVID problems and Nazme Juniors came out. But, man, it seems like there's a lot of day one and day two picks in Mobile right now. A lot. And I, I think what we're seeing here is, is again, because of the, the COVID stuff, and I don't know how many of these guys are true seniors or anything like that, mm-hmm. but these are guys that have played a lot of football for the most part. Yeah, a lot of six-year guys, fifth-year guys, you know, four-year starters, things like that that you would think should be able to help quickly. Yeah, absolutely. But, uh, Matt, that's going to do it for our show today. All this right. This went fast. We had a lot this of stuff to talk fast. about. We had labs. We had a coordinator. We got senior bowl. Like, everything. <laughs> we like to sparse these things, you know, put, you know, pace these things out so we could save some of them. But we could have done a whole show on any of those things, hot topics. Absolutely. Absolutely. But uh, we'll be back again tomorrow to bring you uh, more of our uh, ongoing coverage here on Steelers Nation Radio. That's going to do it for our show today. So for my partner, Matt Williamson, for C.J. Wolfley back in the studio keeping us on the air, I'm Dale Lally. We appreciate you listening to this edition of The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.